four score and New this morning, years. we're getting our first look inside the Welcome. Hey. Hello. Welcome to another episode of First Hand, the podcast where we hear firsthand accounts of the most important moments in history from the people who lived them. I am Devin Field. And I'm Greg Gallant. And we're back. We're back. here. We're in the studio. It's season two, baby. Better than ever. Big news. What is it, Greg? I didn't kill anyone last week. Greg has turned a corner. He <laughs> is not killing as much. I don't want to say that you're done killing because I, you know, fool me once. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I, I came in here last week saying I'm a new man. You did say that. I've, I've turned over a new leaf. I'm in therapy. I'm, I'm meditating. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm eating right. You, I'm reading more. You and, are? And and people thought, I think there was a little bit of skepticism that I would be able to not kill our guests. But here we are. We're alive. The guest's alive. Everyone's alive. I'm a new guy. You're a new guy. I like that you're getting help. You have a, you have a, seems like probably a good therapist. Yes, Dr. Kitteridge has been super helpful for me. Dr. Kitteridge. Yes. Uh, Dr. K, it's, it's, she's telling me, you know, like, it's so important to put it out there into the world on your podcast that you're healed. Right. Let people know. Tell people I am better than I was. All the time. And it will become true. Yeah. That you have to do before you get healed. Makes sense. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Yeah. So fake it till you make it, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what Hollywood's taught me. That is what that's what so many of the industries that we've dipped our toes in. And that's what sex taught me too. Fake it till you make it. Fake an orgasm until you make an orgasm. <laughs> that's right. That makes sense. Because I think if a woman sees you having an orgasm. Like, it should be kind of that looks fun. I got to get me one of those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's great. I'm glad that you're working with someone who's helping you out. Yeah. You guys seem cl- you guys seem close. Yes, we're we see each other most nights. I'll sleep over. Oh. She'll sleep over. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Huh? Sleep, sleeping over? Yeah. Greg, are you? I've been meaning to ask you this for a while. Are you dating your therapist? I we don't like to use labels. Huh. Um. Oh well, she tells me I not to. She tells me legally don't use labels. Does she tell you that pretty forcefully, or? Yeah, she'll hit me with a frying pan. Jesus, Greg. It's a, a frying pan. She doesn't like go and get a frying pan to hit me with. It happens in the heat of the moment while she's cooking. She'll hit me with a hot frying pan and hold it against my face. What, hold it against your face. Greg, is this why when we went swimming the other day, I noticed that you had welts all over your back in the perfect shape of a rolling pin? That seems like a coincidence. That seems like a okay. coincidence. Okay. I don't want to judge. Um, well, you know, that's great. It's great that we've got a brand new Greg in the studio. I'm happy to whoop, see whoop. it. I'm happy to see it. Snaps for myself. You know, and maybe we'll continue to see a brand new Devin as I continue to evolve as an artist this year, of course. Uh, obviously, being inspired by all the geniuses we're talking about, I am um, becoming my own genius. I am... That's right. I am recording my EP. How's that going? It's in its infancy, mm. uh, by which I mean, uh, you know, so far all I've done is uh, ejaculate an idea <laughs> into 
the uh, rich uterus that is the blank page. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so I've, what I'm trying to say is I've done some uh, brainstorming and some masturbating. So is it in its infancy or is it in utero? It's in utero. Okay. My my EP is in utero. And by that, I mean, I think I'm going to cover a lot of Nirvana songs. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I have to see if I can get the licensing rights to those. Um, so that's in flux. Don't quote me on that. I guess is what I'm saying. But okay. that's one of the early ideas. Great. That would be. That's a great idea. Thanks. Seems man. like that'd be really easy. Yeah, those songs are easy. What's Power on, chords. What's on in utero? Rape me. I don't give a shit. Right. I love that attitude. <laughs> what? That's so fucking punk rock. <laughs> yeah, it's Kurt. No one was more punk rock than Kurt. Oh man, I remember seeing him at CBGB. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember him coming up with Green Day. He came up with the idea. He for came Green up with Day, the idea for Green which Day, which was like sort of the original Earth Day. A wonderful holiday. Well, Greg, should we get into Let's our get subject into for this week's episode? Yeah, Obviously, this, go ahead. This season's a little different. It's different. It's a little different. Each season of a show should be a little different mm-hmm. so that people have something different to latch on to and so that the hosts of the show have some new energy to bring to the yeah. table in any way. You know, just anything to to, to be, that keeps them from being just an empty husk. Because if we're bored, I can't imagine how bored you are. <laughs> it's hard to imagine. It's hard to imagine anyone not being bored listening to this. I can't. So, and especially when I look at the feedback in the comments. Mm-hmm. And we are looking, folks. We see what you're saying. Leave us a five star review and tell us how much you hate us. So, this season, we, instead of profiling and examining specific events in history, we are profiling specific people, mm-hmm. the geniuses, the of luminaries, history, the great minds, the big figures, the movers and shakers that shaped our world. And it is in that spirit that this week we are covering Andy Warhol. Bum, 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 the big one, the big guy, the big kahuna, and a tall man. Tall man, six a tall foot eight. Man. Yeah. You know, he could dunk. He could dunk. He played He played alongside Oscar Robertson. That's right. With the Cincinnati Royals. Yes. Because Robertson famously averaged a triple-double. Famously. We all know it. And Andy, Andy averaged a single-single, which was one block and one painting. <laughs> a really good record. Yeah. No one's done... No one's had a single paint, an in-NBA game painting since then. I uh, have you heard uh, that new song by O'Shea Jackson Jr., Ice Cube's son, mm-hmm. uh, where it was "Today Was a Very Nice Day," and in it he says, uh, "Fucked around, I got a single single." Oh, it's a nod. <laughs> it's a nod. So he got a he painted a painting in the middle of a pickup game. Yeah. Uh huh. Wow. It's a great track. I gotta say that is a nice. Day. That guy's good. Yeah. I like. Uh, it's cool when a celebrity can be talented enough to look like their dad. Yeah. And and there's no nepotism involved. He he no. uh, he just does look the most like his own dad. He looks the most like a guy who had sex with his mom when he was younger. Mm-hmm. If that tracks. So Andy Warhol was a freaking genius, and we're here to talk about him, you jerks. Let's get into it. Here's Damn some background it. on Andy Warhol, the man, the myth, the legend. Andy Warhol, of course, was an artist, mm. a director, and a producer. He was a leading figure in the pop art movement of mostly the 60s, but also beyond. 
his work, of course, explores the relationship between artistic expression, advertising, and celebrity culture. And it's, it spans all sorts of different media, including painting, silk screening, photography, film, even sculpture. You might know some of his best works, which include the silk screen paintings of Campbell's Soup Cans and, of course, Marilyn Monroe, and some experimental films like Chelsea Girls. Uh, Warhol was born in Pittsburgh, and his parents were immigrants from uh, Austria-Hungary. Oh. Uh, and in third grade, Warhol had a nervous system disease that caused involuntary movements of his uh, arms and legs, and, and also skin pigmentation and blotchiness. So he was confined to his bed a lot. And that's where he started to draw and listen to the radio and collect pictures of movie stars. He would go on to describe this as a very important period in the development of his personality and kind of artistic mindset. I don't know. I feel like trauma as a kid doesn't really shape you that much. Didn't affect me. No. Didn't affect me at all. No, I. that's why I'm so healthy now. Me too. That's why Dr. K, Michelle, she tells me to call her. She tells me, hmm. don't talk about that old shit. <laughs> I, every time I try to talk about my childhood, she says, it doesn't matter. What matters is, you know, keeping up to date on your billing. <laughs> How much? Uh, what's her rate? Her rate? She is just a modest $150 a minute. How long are the sessions? Well, we're dating. <laughs> so, so you, okay. So, what, so what's that? You said you didn't want to put a label on it, but I here you are saying well, okay, we're not dating. We're not labeling. That, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put the label that we're dating. But okay. let's just say I'm spending tens of thousands of minutes with her every week. Uh, and that math <laughs> checks out. Greg, let me ask you this. How close are you to having spent 525,600 minutes with Dr. K? I think it might be happening tomorrow. <sighs> so tomorrow you're going to have to measure measure a year. Yeah, and coincidentally, because I've been spending all those minutes with her, I'm having trouble paying rent. <laughs> yeah, all right. Andy Warhol earned a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Pictorial Design. Boy, that BFA, that's a great degree to get. Oh, Very useful, worth the useful. money. It's a little bit boring, you know. It's yeah. a little bit safe, but yeah. Well, whatever. And uh, later that year, he moved to New York City and began a career in magazine illustration and advertising. He, he uh, went on to design um, some shoes. He drew some shoes for a shoe manufacturer named Israel Miller. Mm -hmm. And they were published in Glamour Magazine in the late 40s. And now, they, hmm? Israel Miller. He had a rival shoe manufacturer, didn't oh, he? Yes, Greg. What was his name? Uh, I believe... What was it as a rival? It was like someone who worked at Israel's company and he was like, I want to have my own company. Uh-huh. Yeah, I want to have my own independent entity. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think if the memory serves... His, oh, it, Steve Perkins. That's right. Yeah, Steve Perkins. And his business partner, Palestine Jones. <laughs> Um, and this was, uh, while working in the shoe industry, Warhol developed, of course, his blotted line technique. And we all know what this is. I yes, mean, we're familiar we with know. this. I don't even need to spell it out. I hate out, that but, you have to say uh, it so that the plebs who listen can learn. Dumb idiot listeners can learn what this is. But obviously, but I know. For all you mouth breathers out there, the <laughs> blotted line technique is when you apply ink to paper and then you blot the ink while it's still wet. Duh. 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 So Duh. that let him create endless variations of one image, you know, which became a motif throughout much of his work. And at that time, Warhol said, uh, you know, about this process, when you do something exactly wrong, you always turn up something. 
think about that. Hold on, let me think about that for a second. Think if that, try to think if that's... Say it one more time. ...interesting at all. When you do something exactly wrong, you always turn up something. No, I don't get it. Neither do I. It was during the 60s that Warhol began to make paintings of iconic American objects like dollar bills, mushroom clouds, electric chairs, Campbell's soup cans, Coca-Cola bottles, celebrities like Marilyn Monroe, Elvis Presley... And Marlon Brando. This was when he founded his studio, The Factory, and gathered about him a wide range of artists and musicians and underground celebrities. You know, this is a real creative hotbed, this scene at The Factory. Um, on June 3rd, 1968, uh, radical feminist writer Valerie Solanas shot Warhol uh, at Warhol's studio. Before the shooting, Solanas had been a just kind of a figure on the fringe of The Factory scene. Earlier in the day, Solanus had been turned away from the factory after asking for the return of a script she had given to Warhol that had apparently been misplaced. Uh, and that was enough to uh, drive her into a rage wow. and uh, make her what shoot. What was the script for? Um, well, let's see. 1968, probably The Graduate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. think that's correct. Probably, no, no, no. It was a script that she bought of a movie that had come <laughs> yes, out the year before. Yes, that's uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I would be pissed too. Those I'd be are pissed. So overpriced. I'd be pissed. Yeah. Um, Warhol was seriously wounded by the attack and barely survived. Surgeons had to open his chest and massage his heart to bring him back to life. Essentially, wow. Um, you know, uh, so he continued working through the '60s and into the '70s when he became a little more entrepreneurial. That was when he devoted a lot of his time to just doing uh, portraits for rich patrons, including uh, Mick Jagger, Liza Minnelli, John Lennon, Diana Ross. And the Shah of Iran. Hmm. Uh, you know, it's just people. What a see. dream band. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A great squad. Oh, the, the six of oh, those. Can it? you imagine? Yeah. God. What a group. <laughs> to see Mick Jagger shaking it with Shah Mohammed Reza Pahlavi. On base. <laughs> um, that was when he did the portrait. It was during this period he did his famous portrait of Mao Zedong in mm. 1973. And he also founded Interview Magazine at this time, an influential kind of gossip magazine of sorts. Uh, he said, uh, he also published a book called The Philosophy of Andy Warhol, in which he said, making money is art, and working is art, and good business is the best art. Wait, hold on, let me process yeah, that one. Yeah, think about it, if that's deep or not. Say it one more time. Making money is art, and working is art, and good business is the best art. No, I don't no. get that one. Uh, Warhol socialized, of course, throughout New York City. He's known as a socialite, including places like Max's Kansas City and later Studio 54. Mm. He was generally regarded as a quiet, shy, and meticulous observer <laughs> of the parties. Uh, I suppose. Sort of, you know, he, he's the, that guy on the, he's the wallflower. Yeah. The, he was the Jacob Dylan of Studio 54. A lot of people said that about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think uh, maybe we'll do an episode on Jacob Dylan's genius later. Yeah, we should. You know, he's a pretty brilliant guy. I've taken a lot of songwriting inspiration from Jacob Dylan. You yeah, know? Keen he's, listeners will remember from season one that, of course, Devin... I'm working on an EP. I'm working on an EP. I was going to say about the time that you had a threesome with Bob Dylan and Elizabeth Moss. Oh, that's true. I did also have sex with Bob Dylan and Elizabeth Moss at the same well, time. Well, I believe while Quincy Jones was hiding Quincy in the Jones closet. Quincy Jones was watching from yeah. the closet. Um, on the phone with a young Arkell. Yeah, but we don't need to get into that. That episode was kind of dull. Andy Warhol died in Manhattan on February 22nd, 1987 at the age of 58. He was recovering from gallbladder surgery. Mm. It just went wrong. He died in his sleep 
from an irregular heartbeat. Wow. And isn't that kind of just his way to have sort of an offbeat he died. biorhythm? He, to, I to feel have like kind you're, of a you're avoiding saying what you want to say, Devin, which is that he died doing what he loved. Thank you so much. Being a little quirky. Yeah. Beating his, his own drum his own way. Mm-hmm. Well, Greg, of course, we knew Andy Warhol. Yeah, we did. In I different mean, ways. I feel like we've talked a, a little bit on the on the medical stuff here at the end. Why don't you tell us uh, how you knew Andy? Well, of course, in the 1960s in New York, I was working as a heart surgeon. Mm-hmm. Um, just something I was passionate about. Just saving lives and touching hearts, literally. Uh, it was pretty easy for me. It was work that was really simple, and I just kind of did it as a just sort of a fuck around. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Just kind of like, yeah, I'll go do that. You didn't find it difficult or like high pressure? Nah, it's not rocket science. My buddy was just hiring, you know? He was like, we got a spot. Can you, do you have dexterous fingers? And I said, of course. And so I became a heart surgeon. Wow. And so, of course, when Andy Warhol was shot, I was his heart surgeon. Whoa. I was the one who massaged his heart gently, just ever so gently to get him back online. How long had you been a surgeon at that point? Two days. Well, so two days yeah. in, they're giving you a guy who's been shot, who's a, a famous icon. Yes. And, but I kept my cool. And while everyone was freaking out, they're like, he's dead. I'm like, I got to give this heart a rub. And everyone said, that is unorthodox. We don't do that. What, when you say massage, mm-hmm. you mean like a rub or like? Swedish. <laughs> Okay. Deep tissue. Yeah. Wow. I, you know, and I go firm because I think people like it when their hearts are massaged firmly. Did you get out of your scrubs and get into like a white shirt and white pants? Yes, I did. And I, I lathered up with oil. Wow. Um, and he came back to life. How about and that? it was incredible. And then I was like, we have this special bond, you and I, Andy. And sure, you uh, saved his life. So I followed up with him in a few follow-up appointments. And it was over the course of that that I realized who he was. And I was like, this guy's an artist. This guy's a hep cat. Mm-hmm. Let me, you know, get one of his prints for my waiting room at the at the surgeon's office. Totally. It, it's <laughs> it's like a, you know, like a diner or like... A, yeah. You put the... Photos of the, the headshots of the famous people. That's right. And so like, yeah. let's get one of his works. So I called him up and said, I'd love to get one of your prints for free. Maybe the soup can bullshit or some of that Marilyn Monroe crap. And he was not receptive to that. No shit. And he just really gave me the runaround. I felt like I kept calling him and he was like, I'm not going to do that. I my, Do you have any idea how valuable my work is? Do you know who I am? I said, kind of. I know you're the guy who... I had my hands in your freaking chest. Yeah, I, I remember you, Pat. <laughs> Want to cough over the painting? I'll put yeah, it in... cough it over. Cough it over. I'll put it in the fucking drugstore frame. I don't give a shit. Just get it over here. That's unreal. And he never did. And so I uh, I eventually would go to Studio... I went down to Studio 54 one night and I screamed in his face in front of all his friends. Whoa. I threw a drink in his face and I said, you're a bad man. And I turned to everyone, I turned to David Bowie (laughs) and I said, this guy's a liar. And, uh, and I was kicked out of studio 54 by all those artsy pricks. So So I got a bit of chip of, on my shoulder about that whole period. Yeah. That whole scene, it was like, don't come in, don't come in here and throw drinks in people's faces. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, I thought this was hedonism. I thought we could do whatever we wanted. Yeah. I, that's, I had a similar thing with stealing full bottles of liquor from the bar. (laughs) Like, oh, I'm sorry, fascist. Yeah. It's funny that 
you had a negative experience with Andy because I had a negative experience with Andy. <laughs> Tell me about uh, it. It's I don't know, but you know what I will say: being an asshole makes people artistic geniuses. Hard to argue with. So you give them a pass. But um, yeah, I read those John Lennon Playboy interviews, uh, and I'm like, this mm. guy was a fucking great musician. <laughs> He must have been good. He yeah. hated ladies so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's important, I feel like, for celebrities, artists to remember that if they ever feel themselves being nice, that that's... Rain that in. That's going to Rain that shit edge. right in. Lose your edge. Uh, I, I'll tell you how I knew Andy. Please. I grew up... In, uh, in in Eastern Ohio, as we covered, it led me over to Pittsburgh. I went to high school with old Andy, wow. old A.W., and uh, and we wound up being roommates for a time uh, while he was getting that BFA that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. I was working at a steel mill, uh, and <laughs> and let's just say we didn't get along. Uh, sure. It was a bit of an odd couple scenario. Yeah. Your classic blue collar steel worker mm -hmm. and your pale albino artistic genius. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was, to, to even ramp up the odd couple, was so sunburned <laughs> through a lot of that because I was working at the outdoor steel mill, <laughs> which is a lot. Doesn't make a lot of sense. I was sunburned. I was uh -huh. regular burned. Mm -hmm. I had been burned by a lot of molten steel. I was... <laughs> Rough. And you come home from a, uh, you know, a 16 hour, a 28 hour shift at the steel mill. Uh, you don't feel like doing your dishes, maybe, or you don't feel like, you know, sweeping. So I'm sorry, Andy, if I wasn't like the most cleanly. Uh oh, I know? see. So you were the Oscar to his Felix. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is that the odd couple? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and Oscar was the. Grouch. Okay. <laughs> Felix was the... Cat. Great. Uh, so, yeah, I was the Oscar, apparently. Um, and I... Yeah, so he he would... You know, he was a little pretentious. He was a little, you know, too good for me. We didn't hang out much. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I'd, I'd come home and I'd be like, Hey, man, you want to go get a drink? And he'd be like, No, I'm having spasms and I have to be in bed. And it's like, you <laughs> nerd. Uh, what a nerd such a nerd so but i'll tell you this i think i affected him how so i think i affected his art because i think the campbell soup can was a shot at me oh my god because i ate an almost exclusively canned food diet <laughs> i had campbell soup i had chef boy rd mm -hmm. if that existed back then yeah it did yeah yeah okay great and I had all my fruit came from a can. Oh, cool. Um, all, That's the best fruit, that yeah, dull fruit in a can. Because the other fruit's been sitting out. <laughs> but this, this is has been sealed in a, in a can. can. How is that not better? Mm -hmm. They're literally, sometimes I'll go to the supermarket and I'll see the produce and they're like squirting it with shit. It's getting, <laughs> they have like sprinklers on and it's getting all over the fruit. God, the, just the description of stuff being squirted on fresh <laughs> produce really yeah. upset me. You know, but I'm not here to make you feel comfortable. Dude. All right, to, all right. No, Some of Andy's rubbed off on you a little Sorry. bit. Sorry, I'm a new man. And I apologize <laughs> for that. So you, so he, you were eating these cans of Campbell's soup, and Andy Warhol's. And you're right these to phrase it like that. I ate the cans, <laughs> and 
Well, you love to steal. Yeah, I was Oscar. I was a grouch. I I loved <laughs> stealing every form. Uh-huh. I was eating the full cans, and he, this guy would rag on me. And I swear, I think that him doing all these Campbells, it, it'd be one thing if he did one. But he did a lot. He did like thirty-two of these Campbell soup cans, and it just seemed like. So I went to the factory, uh, and I told my boss. I got to go. I'm going to check out this place where Andy works with all these artists. I can't remember what it's called. But <laughs> uh-huh. I get there. I can't get in. Yeah. And it's crazy because you're saying this woman who shot him, she was able to get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could not get... They would not let me hang out there. Wow, tough, And they kept tough. saying that like I wasn't on the list and they hadn't talked to Andy about it. And then I would look up and see like, a, you know, like the blinds were drawn and <laughs> two slats were kind of pulled apart. Oh, no. And it was just, And Andy was looking down. Well, I, I think it was Andy. Yeah. It was just... Uh, it's either him let's or Tilda Swinton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, it might have been Tilda because we had been roommates for a little bit before wow, that Wow, she would have been and, young at that time. Let's just say... We didn't get along, uh, but that's another story. We were sort of like that show that the that sh- that show. Um, I think it was called the Steel Worker and the Child. We had a vibe <laughs> of that going on. That was a great show. Ah, uh, yeah, love love Norm Lear, friend of the pod. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so I couldn't wow. get in. I couldn't get into Studio Fifty. Well, I got in a little bit and then got kicked out for stealing from one of the liquor. Uh, yeah. So I, I've, so I, you knew him too, and he bragged on you. And he was also just like too, you know, when some a friend of yours blows up, and suddenly they're too good for you. No. Oh, I just feel like I'm. I've been that friend for people. Oh, so you stay. The, your friends that blew up stay in touch with you. Uh, not if I can help it, but uh, sometimes. Oh, you try to cut them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm constantly being cut out of other people's lives. Well, maybe people are establishing healthy boundaries against you. Is this about Greece? <laughs> we'll talk about that at another time. Just okay? go. It'll be fun. <laughs> I don't want to. Look, let's take a break, and we'll be back with two guests. Oh man, big gets this week. Big gets people that knew him perhaps even better than us yeah people that were probably allowed in these friggin places so we'll hear more from them when we come back to first hand and we're back hey let's introduce our guests Okay. Yeah, that's a big, big guy. I'm very excited. These are people who I believe, you know, we'll, we'll get the full story, but I believe they knew Andy at the factory, wow. this this legendary artistic haven. We've got Matthew Pendleton and Baby Doll. Hello. Hey, howdy, howdy, y'all. Hi. Hi. Hi guys. God, it's great How's to meet do? you. <laughs> we do well. <laughs> it's wonderful to see the two of you. Uh, you know, it, exciting to think maybe our paths crossed once upon a time in this crazy topsy turvy arts world of New York. Mm. Oh yeah, shucks. I mean, I bet I picked him up from the hospital when he was. You think? His massage, really? So maybe I saw you. Wow. Yeah. So you guys were that close to Andy. Oh, yeah. Oh, we were dear friends. Very physically, wow. emotionally, mentally, mm. psychically. psychically. Wow. And so were you guys artists? In a roundabout sort of way. Oh. We were entities. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was trying to be an artist. I got discovered by Andy um, uh, as selling uh, tours of New York City. <laughs> 
uh, he kind of discovered me. Uh, he's my mentor, I guess you could say. Wow. I, I flew into New York from Cornfield, Pennsylvania. Cornfield, and, Pennsylvania. A Cornfield or a town named Cornfield? A town called Cornfield. Okay. Surprisingly, little corn in the town. Huh? Mm. Mm, the Amish ran it out. It used to be. A, the Amish ran the corn out yeah, of town? It used to be a thriving corn community, but <laughs> then the Amish pushed it out of town. So I said, I got to go try my luck in the big city. There I am standing on a street corner one day, hawking tours of New York and places where prostitutes had been killed, and this man... The tour was of places where prostitutes had been killed? Yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, I never... think I've done that tour. Yeah. Well, or maybe... No, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the Sex in the City tour. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what it was called, so we frequently <laughs> would get people confused right. coming to us. Because that was before sure. the show. <laughs> they said, what's this about? What's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then one day, I guess I would describe it as an apparition, um, a floating mm. scarf of a man approached me, and it turned out his name was Andrew Warhol, and <laughs> he scooped me up and took me and kind of made me his, what do you, so he called me a rent boy? That's exactly what he called you. Yeah. You were a rent boy. Yeah, I was a rent boy. Huh. Uh, which is, I, I prefer, I was a sublet. At his apartment. That's what I. <laughs> you were subletting space at the factory. Yeah, I was subletting space at the factory. Uh huh. Yeah. I've always heard of rent boy, and forgive me if this is uncouth, but I've always heard that as a euphemism for a prostitute of some kind, mm. or or uh, at least sort of a, a call boy to some degree. Am I off base here? He called me boy. So <laughs> oh. that's that tracks. But apart from that, I I can't really say. Okay. Okay. I might be mistaken. I don't know. Now you guys have. Pretty for being two people who were in the inner circle, it seems like you have pretty drastically different energies. I was worried. What are you talking about? I was worried that when we introduced the two of you and Mass, the audience wouldn't know who was Matthew and who was Baby Doll, and I'm not worried now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Interesting. I think we sound exactly the same. Uh, and people always tell me I have a Baby Doll face. <laughs> That? I'm not arguing. No, it's uh, pretty. You got a pretty an, face. For oh, an shit. audio medium, I feel like you guys are nice and distinct. Uh, hmm. Well, but yeah, Baby Doll was one of the most distinct members of the factory the whole time I was there. Distinct. Yeah, distinct. <laughs> now, Baby Doll, wh- wh- how did you get roped into this world, and, and what were you focusing on at the factory? Before Baby Doll, <laughs> there was no one. Andy Warhol gave me this name, and I live this name to this dying day. Mm. I was found in a dumpster. Oh. As a baby, or? As a 35-year-old man. (laughs) Andy Warhol saved me from anonymity, and I owe him everything. Wow. And just to clarify, when Baby Doll says dying day, that's accurate. Today is your dying day? I shall die at the stroke of midnight. (laughs) You're going to die today. Wow. my best art piece. Oh. That's incredible. How long have you been working towards this? Towards dying today? 82 years of my life. You're 82 years old? I look good, don't you I? You look incredible. Look Thank you. 82. Jesus. Matthew, uh, the ha- trick is not drinking. Uh, anything water oh. nothing i don't drink i've never seen baby doll ingest at all wow. it lubes your esophagus and that ages you terribly mm-hmm. i've been trying to cut out any esophageal lube actually mm. that's uh i've heard this before see i'm on this i guess it's a sort of paleo type thing but it it's i'm about 80 percent esophageal lube. <laughs> that's interesting 20- what's that what's paleo 
That's like heavy on meat, low on carbs. You gotta oh. try this thing, man. It is so good. Yeah. yeah How much water do you that? drink? Mm-hmm. Well, that might That's be a sticking point for you. Yeah. yeah, it is a lot of. Comes with water. It's a lot of water. Yeah. But you're like living like a caveman. Like like mm. humans had never had like bread and carbs and stuff until like 1980. You're an artist. Yeah. Do you know that? Wow. I'm an, You're an artist. That what? diet. It's kind of performance What What'd you call it? Paleo. Paleo. Yeah. The paleo diet. Whatever you say. If you makes you them. an artist. Wow. Like baby doll. Like baby doll. Yeah. So baby doll, are you sort of a conceptual artist in that way of planning your own death for I years? I exist and my existence <laughs> art is birthed. <laughs> wow. Baby doll's the funniest person. That's that a was, great joke, I, baby that doll. That felt funny, yeah. I, 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 I can't argue with you. Your life I'm like there. a slug, an art slug. As I walk, <laughs> art oozes out of my body. Something is Farming oozing out of you, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a secretion happening. Yes, I also sweat from the bottom of my feet. No kidding. Mm-hmm. I can't wear shoes, <laughs> you see. I can't wear them. Wow. Wow. Yes. This is fascinating. Well, yes. So, other than taking your own life at the stroke of midnight tonight, what kind of big art? I didn't say I was taking my own life. Uh-oh. I said I will be dying at the stroke of midnight. <laughs> wow. Okay, then let's stay in that. Uh, How? Who knows? Well, hey. Good art's like magic. You not you don't sp- explain it? You're not supposed to. Yeah, good art's like magic. It's better close up. <laughs> get as close as possible mm-hmm. to as the art. Can. <laughs> yes. That's why it. I've been kicked out of the bed so many times. Mm. I get my nose right up to that shit. That's, man. It's, and you, it's, you, so, get, you get right up to it and you say, I know how you did this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, you don't fool me. Yeah. Um, that's exciting. I mean, it, it, the I guess people keep watching this space for the next few hours to see how Baby Doll dies at midnight. I, you know, who knows? Well, I mean, we're it's. Do you mind if I leave this revolver right here? No, please. Oh, a copy of the Beatles record? What'd Mm. you do? (laughs) Oh, thank God. (laughs) You could put it uh, under my gun. (laughs) I told you, baby doll. I told you you could have. If you brought stuff, you could have left it in my car. No, guys. I'm a little. I have a little bit of a history with firearms. Is all I'll say. So it's okay. We'll be fine as long as I'm not mad or anything, and I won't be. According to Dr. K. We're fine. I don't know why I'm violent. Uh, baby doll, let's, uh, you know, Greg was getting onto something here. What were some of your other major art projects? Or Matthew as well. What were some of your guys' major art projects this, at this oh. factory? This is a creative space where people were making things. What were you guys well, making? Matthew Pendleton didn't make any art projects, <laughs> but my assumed persona, and I, you know, oh. Andy didn't just name baby doll, baby doll. Andy also gave me a name too. Oh, oh okay. Created some art under that name. What was Which that name? Was? Honky. <laughs> Say it one more time. Honky. Honky. So we got that clean if you say honky. Let's just let's, make sure one more time. Let's get an extra clean one. Everyone shut up. Yep. <clears throat> honky. <laughs> oh, really close. Okay. Sorry. Okay, one, one more. Sorry. <clears throat> Do I need to be louder? No, that was on me. Honky. Great. <laughs> now honky that... was a major star in all of Andy Warhol's short films. Really? Oh. Yeah. Yes. Good actor. You're a good actor? Oh, yeah. Well, that's what Andy said. He said, you're so... Good at acting. Mm-hmm. So good at acting, he didn't get any lines at all. Yeah, I could just convey, was. convey it all with a look. So we're t- kind of talking about like <laughs> slapstick, or what are we... Hmm. Yeah, were you in Andy Warhol's slapstick films? That's the direction I wanted to push it in, but he was pushing it more in the direction of, mm, how would you describe it? Kind of like um, artist European. 
Yes. Europe. Europe. Lithuanian. Lithuanian mm. movies. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. A lot of um, staring out of windows. A lot of... Um, uh, deep size. Deep size. Um, I can sigh deeper than anybody you've ever get, met. Let's get a clean deep sigh. Uh, wow. What, That's you, how every short ended. <laughs> was uh, with sort of a moan. Now that I'm hearing it, I'm like, holy shit, that, I, I recognize that. Mm-hmm. See, I had never... The honky sigh, the, it's a thing. Ah, I'd never seen any of them because I assumed they'd be weird and pretentious, but now you're describing this, I gotta see it. Pretty accessible. Size, mm-hmm. looking out windows. What's not to love? No dialogue. Yeah. Lithuania. All the, all the trappings of a summer blockbuster. Yeah, it's like a friggin' Apatow. Now, am I remembering correctly that uh, Andy Warhol had a short film called Blowjob that was just a close-up of someone's face as they received a blowjob for 35 minutes? That's correct. Were you in that film, Matthew? (laughs) Or Baby Doll? Were either of you involved in... I was involved in that film, but neither of the roles you described (laughs) were the roles that I played. Correct. I was also in it. Wow. What roles? Yeah, what did you guys do? Well, if you look close at the face that's receiving the blowjob... And I try not to. What you go back and watch it again, because what you'll see is reflected in the, the iris is a, a man just off screen eating a cold <laughs> a cold tray of leftovers, and that's huh. me. Mm-hmm. You're just eating in the room. Mm-hmm. Now, is this an uh, on-set goof, or was this intended by Andy? No, this wasn't a Clooney. This was a, a very intentional. Everything Andy does is with intention. Mm. You must understand this. He was super on purpose. <laughs> Incredibly so. Uh, painfully so in some ways. Really? Like yes. when he got shot. That was you thought purpose. that was an accident? Oh my God. Am I part of the art? By saving his life, did I make art? Of course you were. This is so cool. Because it's so, it just kind of feels like if you do you mind if guy, I leave this noose over here? No, please. You can leave that next to my other gun. Well, <laughs> baby doll, I told you if you need to leave your newspaper in my car, you could have. I refuse. Wow, artists talk about newspapers in such cool ways. This is so cool. Oh, we don't read the so newspaper. Cool. Read the, the newspaper. Noose. <laughs> yeah, we read the news. I tell you, reading the news these days makes me wish I had a new hey. right, guys with a maniac right? in the it's very grim house. very grim very grim yeah grim's fairy tale but it just feels cool that like art is kind of so nebulous that if I just kind of was it all connected to this guy I can say I saved his life I, I, that was art I did art I did art you well did? you certainly contributed to art without you massaging his heart he would have never made interview magazine oh he never would have done portraits with the Shah of Iraq. That's that is scary to think about. I don't it's even want to entertain you, that. You did that. You made that possible. I founded Interview Magazine. Yes, and claim it. <laughs> I want you to claim it. Okay. Okay. Let me take that in. I, Devin Field, created Interview Magazine, and and I did art, and <laughs> and, 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 and okay, and. Maybe I got a blowjob on film. Well, no, no, that's no, not okay. it. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Who okay. was oh, the sorry. guy who got the blowjob? Um, who's that? Um, who sings the song? Uh, who sings that song? That's like um, uh, John Denver. Yeah, John Denver was getting a blow. Now, because I recognize the weird page boy haircut. 
yeah. but I didn't know for sure that he it was, was wearing a wig. <laughs> You're kidding me. Yes, he thought it was going to hide his face. <laughs> but it made it look so much like But he himself. glued it to his dang head, no. and that's how we know John oh, John! Wait, I'm sorry. Did we cover what Baby Doll did in the film Blowjob? I was on. I was in the other eye. <laughs> I was inside of his eyeball. What? I shrunk myself, baby doll. You got, got inside, unpack very this. much like inner space. The yeah. Dennis Quaid movie. Yeah, the Dennis Quaid vehicle. Yes, <laughs> and I. Oh wow, baby doll just trapped daggers in at me. His eye. Are you kidding me? This is incredible. Oh, yeah. Baby Doll probably did some of the best art in the factory during the whole time I was there. Tell them about the time that you did the one that was, um, it was like a, it was a, a Clooney on American Bandstand. You went on American Bandstand and, and pranked them pretty good. Yes. Yeah, tell us about that. I was on the show American Bandstand. Do you know yeah, the show? Sure. Yeah. Dick Clark was the host, maybe? teens dancing. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. right. Counting down the top hits. Mm-hmm. That's right. There was a musical guest called the Beach Boys that were performing. <laughs> heard of them? I have heard of them. As they were playing their music, one of the instruments sounded a little unusual. Okay. Turns out the bass was me. Wow. <laughs> you are kidding. So what a Clooney. <laughs> what I mean, what a Raz you gave Clooney these guys. Man. How did 15 you... years later they discovered that that bass was a human being. Are you kidding? No me? one knew. I've that's now I'm putting two and two together. I've seen the video of them live with John Stamos on the bongos when he is the first to realize that the bass on stage is a human being. And what does he do? He keeps, he keeps playing, playing the bongo. What a pro. He plays the bongo with one hand and eats some Greek yogurt with the other. What did, what did you <laughs> What did you do to look like a bass or sound like a bass? I dress like a flamingo. Mm. Not how I would start, but keep going. Like it would be a giveaway. Pink bird. Mm. No, yeah, I'm no one wants to call it out. Everyone was aware and no one did anything about it. And I think I, th- I think that's the most powerful thing in art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you see it and you decide to not interact with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the only one interacting with me was a bassist. And who even knows who that was, the mm-hmm. bass player for the Beach Boys? The ba- I mean, I, there's no way to know. There's no way to know. No, we never time. shall know. And tell them what, show them what you did to sound like a bass. Oh, yes. I went, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, ah, ah. Okay. Uh, wow. That's a funky groove. Uh, <laughs> and that fits so well with... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Wait, Devin, do you need a... you For your EP that you're recording, do you need a bass? I could use a bass. I'm laying down some... Player. of the, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm not a bass. Sorry. That's... Sorry, sorry, sorry. But I'm sorry. But I was you, creating I art. See, I, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a wow. bass. I, this is so I wasn't doing impressions of a bit. Ba- I'm not Daryl Hannah. No, no, no. I, no, a, no I'm not Daryl Hannah. I don't. <laughs> I'm not Daryl yeah. Hannah either. God, Daryl Hannah's uh, SNL audition tape is one of my favorites. Yeah, she, it's a 10. She could do <laughs> She could do anybody. Yeah. You know? I'm not that. I'm not an impressionist. No, I'm, and I'm sorry to I'm an artist. insinuate that Devin, you were. that was fucked up that you that brought up. That was really fucked up that I did that. I'm just... Baby Doll's not much of a collaborator. That was one thing at the factory. Some people liked to collaborate. Some people didn't. Mm-hmm. Baby Doll was very singular and um, by himself. 
Were you guys hanging out at Studio 54? Were you in the party scene of this? Of course we were. Baby doll has stood up. Of course we were. Tossed a boa over his shoulders. Slime everywhere. Uh, Yeah. Do you mind? Where do I? Where shall I put this candlestick? Oh, um, well, you could just set that next to my gun rack over here. Oh yeah, probably. Oh, baby doll, if you good. wanted to, if you found that lost piece from the board game Clue, <laughs> we should have left it at home because I'm missing a piece. No, <laughs> it's mine now. I stole it from your house. Okay. <laughs> that's art, I guess, right? So you guys were partying. What? Mm-hmm. I said that's art, I guess, right? Is it? You guess? I don't know. It's so exciting not, not to know. It's just to be in a space of suggesting to them, these two people, that something might be hard and watching them judge me just feels intoxicating. Now, the exciting thing about Studio 54 yes. is that it wasn't an art space. No. So that was a place where we just let loose, yes? Mm-hmm. Become our real, the real persona, mm. you mm. know? I wasn't Baby Doll in Studio 54. Who were you? Who were you? I was Richie Sinclair. <laughs> So you became a little bit more conventional. That's right. Richie Sinclair. I feel like I've heard that name before. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you wearing a lot of sort of large, kind of almost zoot suit, leisure suits? That's that all time? I was wearing. <laughs> wow. Sort of a pimp persona. That's right. People <laughs> confuse me for a pimp. As a matter of fact, I was Honky's pimp for quite you were some time. Honky's pimp. Mm-hmm. So Honky did not adopt mm-hmm. a new persona at Studio Fifty Four. No, not so much. Honky. Pretty much myself. It's hard for me to not to be myself mm-hmm. when whether or not I'm Matthew or Honky. <laughs> There's the same guy. Uh, <laughs> so. When you were at Studio 54, Honky, were you walking around um, eating spoonfuls out of a jar of raspberry jam the way you are right now? <laughs> well, you know you know what they say, another day, a different jar of jam. So activity was the same, but back then I was more of on, on an apricot strain. Okay. Oh. It's just, wow. What a signature. What a cool thing. Mm-hmm. So Honky who is pretty much the same as Matthew, Mm -hmm. is being pimped out by Richie Sinclair at Studio 54. And just because I want to get it right, I'm sorry, is it honky or am I supposed to say it like honky? Like, like, wait. Jesus Christ, Greg. <laughs> that I believe is how honky introduced it was with the same well, tone that uh, Shrek says donkey. <laughs> yeah, but. I know him. Uh, you know <laughs> Shrek? He's great. He was at Studio 54. Oh, we should tell them all the people who were at Studio 54. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. Oh, so Shrek was there. Yes, donkey we'll take turns. Well, and, well, and Greg and I also both stopped by Studio 54 a couple oh. times. So we'll list we'll some of the people that we oh, oh, let's, just, let's just do a round robin and say everyone we saw at Studio oh, 54. Yeah. So I, I saw Shrek. Yes. I saw the Jolly Green Giant. Uh-huh. I saw the inventor of Jolly Ranchers. Mm-hmm. I saw a piece of gum. <laughs> I saw um, uh, Betty Boop. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Betty Draper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw the Flintstones. Mm, I saw Betty Bop, the <laughs> Betty Boop's twin sister. Oh, Betty Bop was cool. Oh, man, the coolest. Mm-hmm. Not saw... as cool. You know who I saw a ton? Henry Kissinger. <laughs> he was there. So much. I he saw... would hit on ladies there. Literally. <laughs> he would hit ladies. Ugh. Yeah. He's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. I saw Fetty Bop. <laughs> Fetty Bop was cool. <laughs> yeah. I saw Betty Wop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know who I saw there? Uh, Mark David Chapman was hanging out a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. yeah, he was around. Mm, yes. Uh, Charo's father. <laughs> <laughs> Who dressed like Charo. It's like you saw where the distinguishable, yeah, really yeah. similar mm-hmm. vibes. 
Who else? The uh, hand from the Muppet Elmo. Not Elmo, but the hand from... Who's that? Kevin Clash? Yeah, Kevin Clash. Yeah. Who's the hand in Elmo? Oh. Oh, man. no. He was there. <laughs> oh, no. He was there. Uh, and I saw uh, the hand from Hamburger Helper. I saw the hand from the Adams Family thing. <laughs> thing, yeah. I saw a hand. That might have been any of them. Yeah, might have been any of the people. I can't tell hands apart. Uh, who can? Is that racist? Uh, not any more racist than Greg saying honky. Honky. <laughs> it's okay. Well, it's I a saw, hard name. So a lot. You of said co- it like. <laughs> I did not say. I said it in my accent. I said honky. <laughs> it's just cool to imagine that there was one space where Shrek and Henry Kissinger and the thing from the Adams family. Could all hang out and do cocaine. Mm-hmm. I saw, I think I saw Betty Boop do cocaine off of Betty Boop's <laughs> hand, which now that I'm realizing it was probably the hamburger helper hand. Wow. I also saw a young gentleman in sweatpants and an oversized shirt. Okay. I remember, I think it was a Joe Cool shirt uh. stealing alcohol from the bar. Baby doll has gone into sort of a trance to remember. This oh, image. she does that. She that's so ravens sometimes. <laughs> I had a premonition of the past. <laughs> that a postmonition? No, a premonition of the past. Oh, sorry, uh, <laughs> a postmonition is a future. Yeah. Greg, you fucking idiot. Sorry, sorry. Postmonition is another person who was at Studio yeah. Fifty Four. Yeah, I saw right. postmonition there. Yeah. Postmolotion. <laughs> I saw post melatonin there. <laughs> post locomotion. <laughs> What? So, Greg, was that you? That, that Joe m- Camel person stealing? Me, that might have been me. Yeah, I, I, I was wearing whatever shirts I could get on the street in New York at the time. Um, so oh that could have been me. And why Joe- were you stealing? Why were you stealing liqueur from the bar? It was free. Uh what? It was all free. Every time when I went bar. out there, they said twenty dollars a drink. You fucking piece of shit. Oh no, you've I been think, lied to. I think, I think Andy was still screwing with me. Let me ask you guys this. When I tried to get into the factory, mm-hmm. was was that were you guys ever the ones who like wouldn't let me in? Do I look familiar? Mm. I'd be saying, "Hey, I'm Andy's old roommate. I have nine dollars. I'll do whatever you want." Uh, can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you cover your eyebrows for a second? <gasps> yes, that was you. Yes. Okay. This wow. Is, I'll explain that. I had lost my eyebrows in a steel mill burn, so that's why you probably didn't recognize me. Well, with my eyebrows. Oh, I thought wow. it was a fashion choice. Oh. That's so cool, Greg. I thought you were quite daring, to be honest. Just by you. accident, really wow. by an industrial accident, you became hip. It seems like I'm doing a lot of art on accident. And then when I ever try to do art, you guys don't think it is art. Well, like, look at this painting I did. Okay. Let's Put see. it away. Where is it? Oh, oh, oh baby that doll was the hates painting. Put it away. Oh. Baby doll is shoving it out of Put it their away. Face. That's fair. That's fair. I, I'm down for constructive criticism. Hmm. Do you have any other uh, talents? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I do sculptures. You want to see the sculpture? Greg, right? Put it away. Okay. Yeah, I'm not okay. surprised. Oh, Put it away. It up. Smashed it up pretty good. Oh. Uh, well, I mean, can you blame Baby Doll on this one, Greg? That was not a cool sculpture. No, this is good criticism, and Dr. K says that that's important for me to hear. MLK? Also, yes. <laughs> I, I saw MLK at Studio 54. That's Whoa. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And MLK Jr. Mm-hmm. They were both there. I saw LK Simmons. Who? <laughs> 
Yeah, who, Greg? Greg, who the fuck are you talking about? L.K. Simmons. Who the fuck is L.K. Simmons? His son. That doesn't even make any sense. His son is J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Wait. Oh, okay. You're Greg? Yeah, I'm Greg. Oh, my God. A look of recognition. Matthew. Yeah? This is the Greg and they kept talking about. <gasps> he did remember me. Uh, oh. I, Good thing. And I he hope. was sang your praises. Oh, constantly. Oh. Wait, so it really was just a misunderstanding at the door and... Ah. Oh. He said, what was that thing he was always saying? It's all for Greg. Yes, in that high squeaky it's voice all, he always it's had. It's all for Greg. It's all for Greg. Oh yes, in that God. annoying squeaky God. voice. Oh, it's all for Greg. I'm going to the store. Oh my God, Andy drove me crazy. <laughs> it's So I was like his rosebud, sort of. Mm. He never got to see you again. It was his regret in life as he died. That's such a bummer because I was there on the periphery so often being kept away from him. Why didn't you say something? Greg, why didn't you speak up? Mm -hmm. Greg. You know what? It's important to look back and recognize mistakes you've made. I think you guys are right. I think this was my fault. I wasn't, I could have been making more of an effort. If you could say something to Andy right now, what would you say to him? Let's all do this. Mm. I would say, Andy, was the Campbell Soup thing about me yeah clearly it was <laughs> yeah, okay. he talked yeah, about I, you all the time what a waste of what? a one thing uh, to now say you can't ask greg, you can't fucking idiot talk to him anymore greg that was it uh, was that dumb that was dumb shit what would you guys say okay well i would say to him andy how much could it cost you to fucking fire off another one of the screen prints and let me hang it in my goddamn waiting room i mean what's that Wait. gonna take 10 minutes are you Devin? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, cover your... Yes. Can you do me a favor and cover your cover eyebrows? My eyebrows? Yeah, of course. Oh, my oh goodness, my it's goodness him. Gracious. Oh, my gosh. Andy talks about you all the time. Are you kidding me? He was always like... <laughs> he was yammering on. He what sent he you say? a copy of his painting. You're it must choking. have gotten lost in the mail. <sighs> What's your address? What's your address? 123 Park Avenue. Oh, my goodness gracious. He sent it to one... He had. This he is me. 123 Pork Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was supposed to mail it to you, and I sent it. I remember specifically that day. You oh no, oh, no. now who has his painting? Wait, I think Miss I... Piggy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do. I know who lives in one, two, That's three, where all guys. the after parties would be after Studio Fifty Four was yeah. it? Her... They called it Studio Fifty Five. Uh, Miss Piggy was there. Um, <laughs> yeah, who else? Did you know what? Actually, Miss Piggy frequently was not there. Yeah, it would have to be. We all had keys to Miss Piggy's penthouse. Yeah, and we would hang out there. Do you still have it? Do I still have the keys to her penthouse? You can get it back. Oh my oh. god! This what a what a piece of finality that we can go this. during the break. During the break, we can run over to Pork, Pork Avenue, get my print, and we can hang it in my goddamn. Well, I'm not a heart surgeon anymore. Of course, I'm a podcaster and soon to be MacArthur Genius mm-hmm. Grant winning mm-hmm. musician. Mm-hmm. But uh, God, this is so exciting. Wow. And to think that we made such an impact on him. That's great. Now, what would you guys yeah, say to guys Andy say if you could say one thing to him? I mean, main thing I'd say is, uh, Andy, there's this game called Settlers of Catan that I think really? you would this really want to focus on. Interesting. would have loved to hear And that. the new season of Veronica Mars is pretty good. These are... Wouldn't have fallen in love with Veronica Mars. You would have written no. on that show, I'll tell you what. You think Eddie Warhol would have written on the reboot of Veronica you Mars? You think he would have yes. taken Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's job? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who, if people don't know, was a staff writer on the new season of Veronica Mars. And that uh, is not a joke. That's good. Of course, nothing we say here is a joke, but that's extra not a joke. I mm-hmm. guess that WGA staffing boost hashtag really works. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. If Kareem could get a, if an unknown like Kareem Abdul Jabbar could get in a room, <laughs> it's working. He's a great story guy. Yeah. Well, he loves jazz. Uh, well, well, this is exciting. Baby doll, what would you say? I would say hello. Baby doll. I will join you soon. Oh, wow. Tonight at midnight. It's almost midnight. Yeah, it's about 1142. Yeah. We're going to take... We'll take a break. Can I leave this knife Yeah, sure. You could set that knife um, right next to my... Be uh, careful. That thing's sharp. (laughs) And we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Hey, guys. This is Greg Gallant, co-host of the First Hand Podcast. Just asking you if you can to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or give us a five-star rating or tweet about the show or Instagram about the show or write a handwritten letter. No one writes letters anymore. Write a letter to a friend about the first-hand podcast. Thank you. And we're back. We are back. We're back. Here we are. Wow. It's us and we're back. It's nice. It feels like we've got four hosts of the podcast. You know, you yeah. you guys are, because you guys are such artists and cool dudes, I feel like you guys are showing me how the podcast should go. You know, I feel like I'm collaborating in a space. I don't know. I feel, I feel crazy. I feel crazy right now. I get it. That's how I felt when I was at, um, the other day, where was that? As a WeWork. Oh, you went to a WeWork. Life change. That's one of those shared workspaces? Wow. Is it as cool as the factory? (laughs) Well, we're trying to start a factory with a lowercase f at a WeWork. Mm -hmm. Wow. And are you guys able to have as freewheeling and experimental of an environment in a shared startup-driven office space? Surprisingly, no. No? (laughs) I would say, yeah, really shockingly... Not really. They're kind of um, they're kind of strict. They said I showed up uh, uh, on the first day with a Trojan horse, a literal Trojan horse, and they said, "What's that?" I said, "It's a Trojan horse." And they said, "We can't. You cannot bring that in here." Anyway, yeah, can you believe? Jesus Christ! Jesus. Some people just don't get it. Well, now, baby doll, I'm curious why you're uh, starting a new business enterprise when you seem to be convinced that you're going to be dead in a matter of minutes. Well, I want to leave a legacy. Ah. Mm. Andy left a legacy, didn't he? I mean, we're talking about him to this very day. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to do the same. I don't want to stop existing as baby doll when I die. Mm. Interesting. Who would? Yeah. Baby doll will live on in all of us, I think. Hopefully. Wow. Well, I guess the big news before we do our final segment, Devin, we took a little trip to Pork Avenue. That's right. We ran over to Pork Avenue. Yeah. Um, we got some great pulled pork. There's a really good pulled pork place. Two it, streets over. It, yes. <laughs> over on Oink Avenue. <laughs> like Oak. Yeah. Like like oak, yeah. And it was so good. We got a bellies full of pork, and uh, but we did get my goddamn print. Okay, Big we got it. It's, oh, it's here. I'm ready to it? hang it here. Let me unwrap it now. I just grabbed it and ran. We'll, oh. see, we'll see which Andy Warhol print this oh, is. Oh, that's so. I'm so uh, glad. Let me tear open the paper here. See here. Oh my god, it's a still from the film Blowjob. Is a BTS still? It's a BTS still. Behind the scenes, it seems like one guy is one guy is getting interspaced, 
Yeah, I'm watch. I'm seeing an image of baby doll being shrunk Do you to see it now? inner space size. Oh my god! Do you see it now? And then there's just sort of who's this another country guy. bumpkin in the background? It seems like he's politely asking someone if he can have a plate of food they're about to throw away. And his hand, one hand, is stuck in a honey jar. <gasps> oh my gosh. That's me. Are you wow. kidding me, Matthew? Yeah. I didn't realize until the honey jar specific, but yeah. I think that's me. And then wow. wait, if you look, you can kind of see out the window. I think that might be me trying to get in. Wait, hold oh on. Cover God. your eyebrows for a second. <laughs> <gasps> that is you. It is you oh, in the bridge. Okay. <laughs> and oh my God, wait a second. Then behind you, there's a billboard outside for a heart surgeon. Is that... <laughs> Is that me in this There's goddamn There's one brain? way to find out. Okay. I'll, let me just shave we them have off to... real quick so that we'll just to save time because we keep, keep checking this. Yeah, there they go. Wait, hold on. No, hold no, on. No, yeah, I don't think that's you. Wait, cover your no. eyebrows. Okay. <laughs> Is you. Okay. Wow. wow. I also, for a second, I was like, oh, you know, I wondered if it was me. But wow, it is me. What are the odds? Now what you have perfect. no eyebrows. Well, I'm ready to hang this in my office because it's got all four of us in it. And also right in the middle, it's got a weird guy getting a blowjob. So, I mean, it just <laughs> seems Fantastic. That's going to go great in your office at WeWork. Yes, that yeah, I also do. Yeah, but I do have a follow-up question because yeah. that day when I mailed the package, I was mailing two packages. Were you and really? I sent one to one two three Pork Avenue, and uh -huh. I sent the other to one two three Park Avenue. Oh. I can't for the life of me remember what that was in that other package. I think I must have switcherooed Miss Piggy's package with yours. Also, <laughs> you what? Hang on. So I have Miss Piggy's package. Yeah, but you would have gotten it a long time ago. Surely you what would. was hanging in your office? Huh. Well, I had a print of Kermit the Frog getting a blowjob. Shoot. <laughs> That's on me. <laughs> Baby doll, can you pull this honey jar off my hand? <laughs> I've been trying for the past hour. I can see, Devin, why you would get that and not think twice and just hang it up and think this is for me. Because that's a very... No in New York in the 80s, people were sending each other, you know fan porn sort of i guess you would yeah say. fan porn you'd call it is probably the easiest thing to call it yeah yeah, yeah. It, was, it was i feel just like just for the fans yeah. <laughs> yeah and you know and also you know uh i operated on children so i had to make this a child-friendly office yeah and so kermit getting dumb felt like a, a good kermit getting kermit what dumb. dumb it's something that uh it's like brain that we call it. yeah it's yeah. like getting I'm brain sorry? Yeah. heads it's like getting brain yeah. getting head <laughs> getting oh yeah it's getting, getting dumb getting yeah yeah. Uh, getting no, rammed in the back of the throat with a rocket pop. <laughs> oh, that skull. I'm familiar with. Matthew. <laughs> getting helmet. Yeah. Cabeza. Uh, getting fetty booped. <laughs> de <laughs> defrosting a hot dog. Right, of course. Yes. Uh, well, let's get to our final segment now that we've sorted all that art out, which is what would he be doing now? Mm. This is when we ask of our geniuses that we're discussing, what would they be doing if they were still among us today? What would Andy Warhol be doing now? Greg, any guesses? I think if life is any indicator, I think he would be making 32 identical prints, uh, or close to identical prints of, of bagel bites, because that's mostly what I'm living off of now. I see. And He'd so be drawing inspiration from your if diet. His art was continually going to be him taking shots at me. I think that's what it would be. Uh, shots? Are they shots or are they homages? Well, now the way you guys are telling me, right? Like they're homages. I yeah. lived my whole life mm -hmm. thinking they were shots. <laughs> I could have been a comic. 
I'm going to have so much to talk about with Dr. K, Dr. Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. the third. And then, and then after I have that conversation, I'm going to talk to my therapist, Dr. Kitteridge slash lover. Yeah. You got to sort that out. I think if Andy were around today, he would be stopping by the dorm rooms of every student who has that one print of his face with his quote, uh, in the future, everyone will have their 15 minutes of fame. Nice. And he would be stopping by those dorms and just looking those 20 somethings in the eye and saying, you are special. This is <laughs> unique. Uh, because that is a really special sentiment that no one's ever really fucking thought of before. And people who take the time to put that on the wall of their dorm, I think are better than others. Am I wrong here? I mean, that's real art for them to be clued in on. Hello. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I just think he would give back in that way. I think so. I think anytime you've got a poster that a lot of other people have, that means you're doing something right. Yeah. That's why I have the Led Zeppelin butts. Not, not the Pink Floyd butts, huh? You have the, you have the Led Zeppelin Yeah, I have the Led Zeppelin ones where it's all the members, the members of Led of the Zeppelin sitting on the edge of a pool naked. <laughs> and and what's weird is that their, ba- their backs are painted the covers of Pink Floyd albums. Oh. Huh. Yeah, that's what's so confusing about it. How's John Paul Jones's ass? Was he got ass? Wide. <laughs> uh, what about you guys? What do you think Eddie would be doing now? Hmm. Well, it's tough to say because he was, uh, at the end of things there, he was... Mm. Well, he was tough to pin down because he'd lost so much weight, he kind of would get blown around a lot. So <laughs> I'd like to think he would have found a way to maybe stabilize himself. And mm-hmm. um, I could see him, you know, on tour with Billie Eilish, coming out for a feature <laughs> on a verse here and there. And then afterwards, coming back and probably making me massage him. And, um, mm-hmm. and he'd probably. Are you okay, Matthew? Um, Matthew? Are you okay? You know, maybe sometimes it's okay when people pass away and we need to let oh, them... Oh, I see. I see. You know, I see. So you're glad he's let dead. Let them have a... Yeah. You're glad he's dead. You know, you just saying that about... <gasps> oh, it's the sigh. That's the sigh. Yeah, Honking the sigh. is back. No, Jesus, Devin. <laughs> hey, well, it's infectious. Yeah, Shrek's a great movie. Shrek's a great movie. Baby doll, any thoughts about Shrek being a great movie or what Andy would be doing now? I think Shrek the Third is mm. probably the best one. Mm-hmm. Um, Snaps. And as far as Andy, I think he would be a cast member on The Surreal Life. <laughs> and he would be the one marrying Christopher Knight. So you think he would be living the life of Adrian... Exactly. Whatever. Curry? Yes. Did mm-hmm. I get that right? Yeah, I think he did. <laughs> Don't act like you aren't the biggest. Come on, Curry. Greg. Well, I was trying. You have her name tattooed across your chest. Look That's at it. That's true. Wait, let me cover my tattoo for a second. <gasps> <gasps> it's you. <laughs> yeah. You were on. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> All right, now let me uncover it. Oh, uh, Greg, you're Greg, here. You're Greg. Oh, Greg. Terrifying. Oh, guys. God, it's... to see Andy Warhol on The Surreal Life would be exciting. It'd be pretty strange and inexplicable applicable and kind of different from reality but i can't think of the right word to describe it no and now i'm fucking lost it would yeah be, that's I, oh yeah be uh spooky. spooky spooky the spook the spooks well i bet Brigitte newsom would have been pissed that there was someone taller than her mm-hmm. uh-huh. a six eight guy coming in there she got pissed a lot at studio 54 when she made us kick out big bird 
for being taller than her. <laughs> Who else got kicked out for being too tall at Studio 54? Oh, I think Jolly I remember Green some Jolly, Jolly Green Giant, Giant of Big Bird. Yes. Mm. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar aforementioned. Uh, Andre. Uh, a giant, not the. Giant. Oh, that's her. Right. Andre, a giant. Andre, yeah. a giant. Yeah. Big bird, bigger bird. Uh huh. Biggest bird. Uh huh. Tyler, a creator. Uh, Chance, a rapper. <laughs> All of them very tall. Yep. 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 Well, it's eleven fifty nine. Yeah, it's about eleven fifty. Oh, is it time? We're just gonna try to wrap up here since we know you got a hard out. Uh, you know, so yeah. we it's. This has been an incredible conversation. I feel like I've learned so much about art and myself and that time period. And Andy, <laughs> you know, praise be. Got to give it up to the big guy, the oh, guy who started it all. Baby doll. Um, you remember that Michael Jackson commercial where his hair was on fire? Yes. That's you right now. Oh, good. Baby doll, your hair's on fire. Oh, excellent. Baby to baby doll. This oh. is part of the plan. Oh, I don't my... want to interrupt. No, this is part of. Oh, my Uber's here. Okay. Oh, you're getting. Oh, you're getting a car. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you guys do your plugs real quick before you go or die. Okay. Uh, well, the Uber can only be here for another five minutes. And... Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Well, I'll hold. I'll hold. What do you Uber want me to door. say? Uh, it's, it's, do you have anything to plug? My hair is on fire. Okay, I'm sorry. So, Greg, Matthew, do you have anything to plug? Um, yeah, I have a Twitter where I tweet from the perspective of. Uh, uh, Jonathan Swift and Taylor Swift. It's called Jonathan Taylor Swift. Oh, that's And funny. I'm kind of trying to get that off the ground. <laughs> Give us an example of what <laughs> one of those tweets might be like. Oh, uh, it'd be like, uh, here's an indecent proposal, Katy Perry. Uh, that's good. An effortless mashup of these <laughs> yeah. two things. I'm sorry, what, were, what was the mashup again? It was, here's, do you want me to say it again? Yes. Let's break it down. Here's an indecent proposal. Her, her, no, no, you know, no, uh, no, they've got Taylor Swift and Jonathan Swift. And Jonathan Swift. Oh, the famous yes. Irish satirist. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's cool because it's like you're taking a young thing and a thing that uh, appeals to no one and you're <laughs> mashing them up together. Exactly. Feels, you get it. Wow, yeah, you I, get it. It feels a little bit of my Gaylord Katy Perry, which is a mashup of 50s brave spitball pitcher Gaylord Perry and Katy Perry. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I'll, if you if you at me, I'll retweet you. Great. Or my account of Adele Nazim, uh, just an account from the perspective of who I imagine the John Travolta flubbed name Adele Nazim is. Uh, I haven't written a tweet yet, but yeah. I'm working on it. And my account too, Alicia Keys, where I just tweet as Alicia Keys. And you got verified. So people... <laughs> yes, you are the official Alicia Keys account. Yes. Well, you know what they say, this girl is on fire. She said that, and it, Baby Doll, I'm telling you, your hair is <laughs> yeah, on, fire. on fire. Baby so Doll's I... hair is on fire. I mean, that's fun to say. Do you have the rights to that song? No, no, fuck. You also God keep damn on, it. You also keep on falling in and out of that dangerous looking manhole. <laughs> You're dying in a lot of Alicia Keys related ways right now. <laughs> I won't I do. I gotta stay true to my branding. <laughs> okay, I won't do any plugs because I realized I took up a lot of times with plugs selfishly last year, so I'm not even gonna do that. So no plug for me. I'd like to plug my EP that I've been working on. It will be out by the time this episode is done. It's called "Playing the Field: uh, A Life Well Loved." Oh, uh, and Devin, last year you were all like, "Don't plug your heart surgery thing," and now you're plugging your EP because mine's real. Wow. Mine's real. Wow. Can now, I ask you a hypothetical question? Yeah, sure. Do you think I will have enough time to get on an Uber, drive to L LAX, get on a plane to New York City, and die in New York, concrete jungle, 
Well, it's two fifty nine a.m. in New York now. So. Mm-hmm. Is that where dreams are made of? I guess. <laughs> uh, I don't know that you will have enough time, and I am worried that you'll even make it there. I don't see how slipping your head into that noose is going to change anything. Uh, you know, I don't see how that's going to get you there faster. Oh, it's I, a fashion statement. Though. Okay, all right. Well, all right. and you don't have to pick up that knife again. You I know? certainly There's do. No, no need for that. You know what? That's it. I'm taking action. I've got a gun, Greg. <laughs> It's a water gun. You put out the fire in my hair. See, now I'm using guns to save lives. Wow. You've killed my art is what you did. Greg, you fucking idiot. You moron. Oh, baby doll. Did you come? Maybe. (laughs) Oh, no. I think baby doll Clooney'd us. This is... Baby doll. You know what they call uh, orgasm in, uh, in France? Clooney. They call it a Clooney. And you know what that roughly translates to? What? I don't. La petite the more. The little dead. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. You sex pervert. I come every time I prank. <laughs> and it's good, baby. It's great. Can't argue with that. And I saw that season of Punked that you produced. It was disgusting. <laughs> Everyone was coming all the time. Yeah, it was the only season of Punk they ran on X videos. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you guys have been incredible guests. We're so glad to have you, Baby Doll and Matthew. Oh, we're done? Huh? Yeah. We were just getting to know each other. No, Matthew, we're done and we're never going to hang out again, I don't think. Don't have to go home. You can't stay here. Hey. Shoot. Then where do we go? Really not our problem. We can go sleep in the WeWork. Oh, excellent. Oh, they love it when you do Shall we ride the Trojan horse there? All the way. Oh, and they're getting inside. Getting inside. I of it. wish this was a big wooden horse with wheels, but I'm, I've got bad news, America. They are cutting open a live horse across. <laughs> ah, that's upsetting. We well, put Trojan condoms on it. Oh, uh, now I'm. Hey, that, that sounds like art. Well, this has been another episode of First Hand. I didn't kill anyone. And that's good enough for me. Goodbye. Good.